Raisin Man Arena. One, two, three. Hello, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. I think it was the cord. We okay, should just we're trash good. the cord. So, well, yeah, we'll throw that cord away, and then we don't have to have <laughs> seat watch our friends. We don't do experience don't again. This again. Yeah. I don't want to live through this again. <laughs> Me neither. That's enough. Me neither. To look through what? I don't want to live through that again. Th- oh, yeah. that that again. And seeing of... you, you talk to Sarah like that. <laughs> 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 guys, focus up. Because yeah. well, you, you guys were being fresh. Both of you guys were being fresh. Well, I'm fresh gonna year. Fresh year. Bring the heat. Because about 90 seconds ago, you would not have thought we were doing a podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, it turned quick. It turned quick. I went from like, no, no, no. And then I went to 100. Sam was in his room working. Yeah. I was playing a I'm new thing for 2023. I'm playing games on my phone. <laughs> what, what are you playing? Like one of those games where you connect dots. Wow. Yeah. Re- yeah, just looking for something to do. You gotta be careful. I, once you start those, your brain really starts to liquefy itself. It starts to eat itself. Know, you should I be know. about 45 before you start playing that. Yeah. It's one of the worst things you can do for yourself is download a game that you saw on an Instagram ad. Wait, did, we, did I ever tell you guys how I tried to download this one called Top War that gets a lot of ads? It's these little soldiers that fight each other. No way. I think I've told this story it before. It gets a lot of ads. I like the ads. They're, they're kind of... they're engineered to make you want to play the game and then i tried downloading the game and i couldn't it was like broken and i thought you idiots you just passed up a golden opportunity <laughs> all the ad money you've spent on this stupid ass Finally game got if you got a guy who wanted yeah. to play it and you could not deliver on on just being <laughs> able to product. download it yeah yeah do do you do you have to pay to buy these games? No, I haven't gone so far as to put so any how do, money. So how do these these games make money? Well, they, they have, have ads, ads and then you pay, right? They have ads and then they have stuff like I'll run out of lives and then if you want to buy more lives or you can wait an hour. I'm still at a point where I'm capable of waiting. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's quickly dwindling. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny. Um okay, so Raisin Manarina, we're back after we're back one in month. 2023. Uh, it's 2023. We haven't been on for a month. Um, I guess no one DM'd us to ask us where the podcast yeah. was at this point. But everybody's talking about rest right now. What do you mean? Everybody's saying how critical it is. And so I think the fact that we took a little rest, that's just right in in line with what everybody's with talking about. No one in my circle is talking about rest. I know. I was going <laughs> to say, I don't know who you're talking about that's talking about rest. What's your circle that's talking you about? That's you and your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's talking about rest. And that rest actually makes you more successful. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. So in order to be famous and rich, you I gotta have to rest more. Rest. Yeah. Get a little game on your phone and lay back. <laughs> and <laughs> watch the hours just <laughs> drift by. <laughs> <laughs> and just yeah. chill out. I think people just are exhausted from the holidays. So then the new year comes around and they're like, oh, I'm yeah. going to have like less things on my calendar now. Totally. It's like, well, you just went through the busiest time totally. of the year. So obviously you feel that way. The yeah. busiest? I'd say it's the less, least busy because it's the most fun, you know? Thanksgiving. I'd say Christmas. it's the least busy because it's the most fun. <laughs> Why are you roasting <laughs> like, well, Christmas elf. <laughs> Why are you, ro- <laughs> Why are you roasting me? That was just cute. Well. <laughs> um... No, it, it's true. It's both. It's like you're sitting at home, like literally not doing anything for like seven days. And uh, also you're like running around and it's like, why is Christmas right next to New Year's? It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make no. sense. Yeah. No, they should have they should have spread them. Well, they're all pagan 
holidays, I guess, that we inherited. Do you think they cut out a bunch of pagan ones? Bro, I, I know they're paying holidays. You got to pay a lot of money for those gifts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. You said paying holidays. Oh, paying pay holidays. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry um, about it. <laughs> it's the new year. We're, turn- we're just easing in. <laughs> yeah, so... Where I was going was, do you think they cut out a bunch of holidays between the New Year's and like Easter that should be there? Yes. They probably did, I feel like holidays are just one quarter of the year. It's like Halloween to New Year's. That's the holiday corridor. Yes. And then there's basically no holidays. Yeah. Yeah. I know Easter is technically a holiday, but like... That one sucks. Yeah. Yeah, That one's about (laughs) hanging around old people. (laughs) Straight up, up, though, people have like... People, the the Easter Bunny low key fell off. I do not the hear Easter about Bunny Easter Bunny low key fell off. I don't hear about that motherfucker. No, ever. yeah, no, yeah. Like has Name he been a kid dropped? That believes in the Easter Bunny, bro. Yeah. I used to believe in the Easter Bunny. <laughs> 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 I like because you th- like kids believe in Santa, but it's like well, surely not the Easter Bunny. That's Damn. a second rate character. What, what are you guys looking? I at? was just checking the comments. Uh, checking the comments. Okay. Yeah. You believed in a sexy Lola Bunny. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She she was really animated to look real in that movie. Yeah. Easter used to be hu- huge for me because my mom would hide chocolates all around the house. Mm. That's for every kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not just you. Okay. <laughs> what I learned this year, because it's my first time really having a, a straight job working at a store, is mm. that Christmas... Is Wait, you just thought I was done with that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just thought you just thought yeah. oh my I I I wanted yeah. to say my mom <laughs> Yeah. It was big for me cuz my mom hid chocolates around the house yeah. and that was that And then sleep it got and your ass and shut you down. <laughs> in terms okay. of your in terms of the usual length of contributions you make to the podcast that's that's yeah. actually quite a long sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. Sleep well, I got to get, I got to get out of my chair here. No, I got to get out of my chair. What's the rest? Punch back. What's the rest? Easter and the only the chocolates well what I wanted to say was that it was exciting because it made it was an entire month because we obviously wouldn't find all the chocolates and then the months would go by and you'd find a little egg behind a shelf and then you'd like eat that thing and that inserted a kind of (laughs) magical beauty into the world Mm. and into your own living space and that was exciting and that related to the holiday corridor thing you said because it was like it was like a whole month of something special happening. What's this all about? Someone says, vibe of the pod makes it feel like this is the last recording ever. <gasps> What's that about? I don't know. Maybe we're why too you, relaxed. Why are you bringing... Too relaxed. Why are you bringing such wretched vibes yeah. to the chat with something yeah. like that? Beck, what's up? Explain yourself. Well, I'm I'm just trying to be relaxed. Or maybe it's because Sam's wha- being mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I no. think you guys were ganging up on we me. Kinda were, we kind of were. That's true. What were you going to say, Sarah? I was going to say that I always thought Christmas was like, you know, it's like a week-long holiday or even a month because in school you always get all this time off for it. And so they had a job and they were like, yeah, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then you and come then back And then you to come work. the fuck back. <laughs> yeah. And then you get the day after New Year's yep. and then you come the fuck <laughs> and back. And then you come the fuck back. Yeah. Exactly. It's true. And that kind of blew my mind. But then listen to this, folks. My grandma ended up dying and I got the extra days off. So it Woo-hoo! Yeah. 
Yeah. Nice. Which was sad, but I they got a good they got good policies at the store. I got five bereavement days paid. Bereavement. Oh shit. Wow. Little did they know I've already been processing the death for a long time, so I was allowed to just use these days for right. Have, Even have before she died, you were processing. I was processing it already. Yeah. 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 So, because that, um, I went to Argentina for the World Cup. Oh yeah. Did I tell you about it, Sarah? No, you told me something happened that you would tell me about later and then you sent lena like a 30 minute long voice memo about it yeah but i never got to hear it you didn't hear the voice yeah memo is that yeah, something you can talk about on the podcast or that's a different maybe thing? yeah maybe i could chesney says rest in peace grandma thank you yeah. i was very sorry rest in peace your grandma too thank i'm sorry you. for thank being you. glib about thank it you. i just yeah <coughs> it's okay. we're not gonna get into it yeah um like lorna michaels and yeah why is all this i don't like this joke alex you sit your ass down. <laughs> 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 no, whatever. Say whatever you want. You went to Argentina. Yeah, which is kind of part of the reason we took such a long break, right? Yeah, talk about how you made that decision because a week before you were there, you weren't planning to go to Argentina. It's true. Um, well, I had been paying, I had been watching the World Cup kind of, you know, just for fun, but not like too, too intently. But then as Argentina kept winning games, I was like, oh man, it looks lit over there. And uh, then we won against Croatia. And also, I was watching the games in situations where I wasn't surrounded by other Argentinian people. Mm. And I really wanted to, like, celebrate the victories. And I just kept seeing it in places where it wasn't, there just wasn't enough celebration of the kind that I wanted. And then we, I went to see the Croatia game at an empty bar with two friends. Um, and I was, and then as soon as we won... I was like, what if I went to see the final in Argentina? And then I was thinking, no, I'm not going to do that. And then you texted your family group chat? I texted a bunch of different... I texted different people. Well, part of the reason that I wanted to go back is part of what happened was that last time I was there in September, there was a girl who I met and she was like, you should come back in the summer. And I was like, that sounds like a fun idea, but I was like, I don't really know if three months from now I'm going to still want to do that. And then we won the, the thing and I was like, oh shit, like... Uh, this is the opportunity for me to go. Um, and I don't have to like, because it's kind of intense to say to someone like, yo, I'm coming. Yeah, remember how you said you wanted to see yeah. me again? I'm fucking I'm coming. i in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for uh, sure. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I can go for this other good reason and I can have another thing to do, but then I can just be like, oh, you know what well, I brought, you know, couple weeks worth of clothes and brought <laughs> my computer i can kind of set up shop yo like maybe I, argentina yeah. will play again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yo the world <laughs> cup is gonna happen again in four years so i'm gonna come down a little early <laughs> there should be a party there for me yeah. <laughs> you're um, crazy to this yeah. girl <laughs> so i like i like well the first person i texted was her i was like should i go and i thought she'd get what i was getting at you know it's like well you told me to come in the summer yeah, yeah yeah and she was like in the throes of celebration she was like i don't know yeah i don't i don't know she didn't know and then i like Damn, she, she didn't she know she hit you with an i, I know. know it cost nothing of her to just be I like know. yeah i know totally <laughs> right nothing. i know i know i was like already the vibes are kind of fucked yeah but then i texted my other friend told me and he was like and he was in the, also in the throes of celebration. And he was like, if you come, you stay at my house. We're going to party all weekend. He really wow. like painted a beautiful picture. Wow. For me. And so I was like, and then I, I FaceTimed my whole family because we were going to sell it. You know, we were like, oh my God, we won. And then I was like, yo, I, you know, I floated. I was like, what if I went? 
what if I went tomorrow to Argentina? Wow. And then my sister said, if you go, I'm going to have to go. And so then she, we hung up the phone and she was like, I bought the ticket. And I was like, fuck, okay, I have to buy the ticket now. Wow. <coughs> I wasn't looking at anything. And uh, no. <laughs> just looking at the chat. Yeah. Well, I did bring my hard drive, okay? That is, I, so I packed up my whole computer and my hard drive. I was like, I'm ready to stay for months. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no return ticket. No return yeah. ticket. I did get a return ticket, but I was like, I'll just extend it if it needs to happen. When your sister got a ticket, were you like, hey, wait, but that's going to be my cool thing? A I'm little, gone. you know, for a moment <laughs> I did think like, because she was like, should I go? And then I was like, I don't know. I'm thinking about my own thing. Like, <laughs> you figure out if you want to go. I can't tell you if you want to go. Well, you do up to you. Yeah. I'm talking about, I got to talk to, yeah, this girl. I got to talk to this yeah. girl. Homie. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, okay, I'll make it short. But I went, and I was fully expecting to lose. I was on a real like, uh, oh my gosh! I was on a real like mystical thing about it. I was like, I need to, I need to witness the defeat or the victory. Yeah, I just need to be there with everybody. And I'll say, jump in with my perspective on yeah. all of this happening jump at in. this point. Um, was I was scared? I was scared for my friend, and I you was, were scared for me. Yes, because you have anxiety, and I was like, he's made a big financial choice to spend all this money, and now he better like have a really good time, or yes. else he's gonna be like, fuck, fuck, <laughs> shouldn't yeah. have done this. Why did I do this? <laughs> You're um, right. And I was really scared, and I was saying that to friends of ours when I would see them, but I wish i had a screenshot of me saying that because i was so certain that i was like something he's gonna have a kind of mental breakdown <laughs> and then the texts that i got on the day of the game are really funny and i'll read them but you keep telling your story i'll find them okay yeah so you find those well i'll tell my per- story yeah. my perspective really quick which was really just me in my room working and then <laughs> outside i could hear felipe felipe pacing around the kitchen <laughs> for hours <laughs> yeah, basically right. like on his phone the whole day was t- and uh, just like off. texting people yeah. texting people talking to people on the phone then texting people more and i was like <laughs> what is going on yeah <laughs> the whole two days before i left were gone like i just I, I was too nervous and i was i mean i was like getting the ticket and talking to people and connecting with people and I, it was just too much excitement to sit at my computer and work. Yep. <laughs> so it was building up, and that was making me more nervous. I was yeah. just like, yeah. Um, and I was posting about it on Instagram too. That's but right. then people were gassing me up. Yes. Laura gassed me up. Uh, who else gassed me up? Um, Lena Redford gassed me up. A lot of people gassed me up. They were like, this is a good decision. You can read them. These are the texts I got from Felipe while the game was going on. I'm really suffering, Sarah. This is rough. This is rough. <laughs> this is really fucking my heart. <laughs> I thought it was going to be city-wide party. I'm not sure now. I'm not so sure now. I'm shaking and I'm losing my voice. <laughs> and then Sarah texts back, shaking. <laughs> and then Felipe texts back, yes, I'm all shaky. <laughs> I had an espresso. <laughs> I'm just really stressed. <laughs> Sarah, is this too much? For, Sarah, this is too much for my heart. <laughs> this is, no, and then the one final one. This is too much for my heart. <laughs> I, <didn't, laughs> I wonder if that was after we won or not. Yeah. This is, I don't know. That might have been after you won. Yeah. But then it sort of turned around. But I was like, this is exactly what I was afraid was going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. It's too much. <laughs> I was. I was just having fun. I mean... It ended up being like the best decision I've ever made in my life. Wow. Like top five decisions wow. I've ever made in my life. Wow. Because often, right, decisions take a long time for you to know whether they bore out 
or whether the results, you know, every decision you do is a tree of, of things that happen afterwards. And it's only at the end of life that you can, you know, account for what, which ones were good and which ones were bad. But this one, I knew instantly that Sunday I made the right decision. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Second best decision, starting this podcast. Uh (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That rules. You didn't have like, my anxiety would be like, okay, so the team wins. Now like the the whole city's a party, but also like you want to be like at the heart of it or wherever like the coolest thing is happening. So you're like, fuck, fuck, where do I go? Like everyone's like, what's the move? What's the move? What are you doing? And people are like calling you and being like, it's crazy over here. And you're like going over there and you miss whatever the parade and then you go somewhere else. And luckily it it was only happening in one place. Whoa. Downtown. Wow. Everyone just went downtown. Wow. Yeah. Um, Um, what was it like downtown? It was crazy. It was so much fun. It was really beautiful. It was like just it was like a, a protest where it's like everyone's together and like everyone's doing chants and you just go to it but it's it's happy. No one's mad. Everyone's happy. And you go somewhere you chant for a little while, you go somewhere else, you chant for a little you sing a different song, just wow. singing songs, little games. Someone had made like a little I like a little uh, messy like wooden statue that they were parading around and people were like worshiping it wow and then someone would get on a car with like a big flag and just wave it wow then like there was a guy with a trumpet and a big and another guy with a big drum and they were like playing songs and people were singing to them it was just like everywhere you went there was a little activity a little new song to sing or a little new thing to see were they doing people's mic anywhere (laughs) Uh, (laughs) nope well you know actually they do a similar thing it was funny they have a chant I'm not going to do it, but they have a, someone dropped their phone. And I, I guess this is sort of like soccer culture where someone's like, oh, f- someone dropped their keys. So they lift their keys and they start doing this chant. It's like, who dropped their keys? Oh, like, like, that's cute. And everyone was chanting and uh, no one no one came up to f- get the keys. So someone lost their car keys. Damn. Yeah. Were you like with a group that you had to constantly be like, all right, he's over there. She's over there. Yeah. We <laughs> had to be like walking through the crowd, sort of like holding hands. Wow. Because it was really crowded. And I was wow. like, if I lose, I also didn't have cell phone service. So I was like, if I lose these people, I'm dead. <laughs> I'm straight up dead. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. It was like, and it was really fun too, because I have all these uh, insecurities about like whether or not I, when I'm in Argentina, whether or not I like blend in or people think I'm from there or I look like I'm from there. And in this situation, it didn't matter. Like you just sing the song with everyone and no one's looking at you. Like you are just a part of it. And no one that's singing the song or like, doing the chant is like perfectly the best soccer fan or perfectly the most whatever like you just sing the song and you're just part of it you know so it, it kind of like it was this really beautiful uh no one is the best soccer fan right exactly yeah. mm. wow it was really really fun and are, is there a way that you can bring that energy and how you felt back into your life <coughs> um or what it means it's a good question. Yeah, I think I should. I yeah, think the I should. Keys thing sounds useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, anything I should bring into my own life? Definitely. Like it made me be like, I felt like I had broken the matrix of my life. Whoa. You know, like yeah. I had. I was like, oh, I can't just go to Argentina on like a day's notice. I mean, obviously, it's not something I can <laughs> do often, but it's a thing that I could do. Um, and it didn't like destroy my bank. I mean, it was like a lot of money, you know, but I can like continue to live, you know, it was, 
I don't know. It just oh, made yeah. me think like, oh, you can, you can like the, the borders of your life can be a lot more uh, per- permeable or whatever. It was a good ass time. That's and beautiful. then the girl did not ask me to stay. And then, Word. but get this, she didn't ask me to stay. There's a there's a much longer story that I'm not going to tell because there's like <laughs> a bunch of different, there was like a whole bunch of different things that happened. <laughs> you're like, you go up to her, you're like, I just broke the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but I want, I can manifest. I did hang out with her and I was like, oh, she's not like, we had this nice dinner and I was like, oh, we're, we like vibe, but it wasn't romantic. And I got oh. the f- sense that she wasn't feeling it. Oh, and then literally the, same. the day I'm leaving, she's filling my inbox with messages where she's like, no, she's like, yeah. And that's what had happened in September when I was last there. The day no. I was leaving, she was like, you should stay. You should stay. And wow. I was, and that really did activate my anxiety back in September. Cause I was like, wait, there's a taxi coming. Like, you can't ask me to stay right now. Like I'm freaking out now. Like it's too much. That was too much for my heart. I was like, I can't even like entertain this idea because there's a taxi coming. I have to like get to the <laughs> airport. Like it's too much. Damn. And then this time around, she hadn't asked me, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm off the hook. Like it's all good. We we're friends. Like I don't, you know. And then day of that, I'm like waiting for this taxi. She keeps being like, oh, if you lived here, do you think that we would date? Like she was say, asking me all this. Like, oh, it was very sweet. That's and so she was sweet. like, I think she was like, I think that we would get along. She's like, next time you come, come for longer. And I was like, what are you talking I about? I came now, I just came. Bitch. Like, what are you next talking time? about? Next time? This was next time. Yeah, this is exactly. <laughs> when next time? And so I like sent her this big long message where I was like, I don't get it. Like, I thought you were going to ask me to stay. Why are you saying all this stuff to me? And then she said, uh, oh my God, I did not get that that's what you wanted. And then I felt like an idiot. I was like, you're telling me all I had to do was tell you? I was like, I thought it was understood. I wow. thought it was clear to you. She's like, no, I didn't get that. She's Damn. like, I really thought you just came for the World Cup. And I was like, no, I thought you were going to ask me to stay. Wow. But it ended up nice. We were like, we were like, I'm, you know, you're a cool person, et cetera. Hmm. And so you walked away feeling like. <laughs> I walked <laughs> like away feeling good. I walked away feeling positive. I walked okay. away feeling po- No, there cool. is definitely like another story to tell okay, you that's word, even word, more insufferable word. and worse. Yeah. That's like longer. <laughs> that is like that, that kind of dovetails with this one. But that's, that's, funny, the, that's the big story. This thing of like. Sometimes you just gotta Chesney's say. Chesney's like, you thought I was feeling you. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, every time I'm drunk, I have the thought of like, tomorrow I'm gonna start living my life where I'm just gonna like say shit. I'm just gonna say whatever it is that needs to be said. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but then I wake up the next I, day already embarrassed by whatever shit I just said. The night before, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm not saying shit to anybody. Yeah, I'm gonna start saying 30% less. That's yeah. what I get for saying yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think about all this, Sam? Um, yeah, it's romantic. It's It's great. I love seeing my friends, you know, kind of go through mental breakdowns and then be rewarded for it. Totally, (laughs) it's the kind of thing that can only happen in Latin America. It's true. Yeah, magical realism. What did Gabby say that that I was? What energy? You you were giving BPD energy. Yeah, it was kind of a a BPD move. Yeah, Yeah. that's yeah. No, I think it was great. I think it was it was awesome that you went. Um, I could definitely imagine if a Felipe from earlier that that wouldn't have gone. Totally. Um, and so, yeah, it's cool that you went. I thought it was great. Yeah. Is it, it doesn't, you know, last time we won was like 40 years ago. Who knows when I that happened? I thought you guys next. were like in the finals every year. I, I, you know, I don't think of Argentina as like being like a, a, 
an underdog team. I thought last way. time you came in like twelfth or something. <coughs> we weren't even close. I can't yeah. even. I don't remember. But in 2014, we we were in the final against Germany, mm. and mm. I saw that in Montreal, and we lost. So for me, I was <coughs> like, oh yeah, Argentina against the European team. There's no chance. I see. Damn. I see. Luckily, uh, uh, FIFA was uh, in Messi's pocket, and they wanted him to win it, so they kind of rigged it. That's mm. right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Yeah, they made all those French players sick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then they, they didn't make a bunch of foul calls, and they gave Messi a penalty kick. That's right. That's right. In other sports news, the sad, I can't think of the guy's last name, Damar, the Bills player. He just fell to the ground. That fell to the ground. I know, that shit was crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So disturbing. Yeah. Do you, Would you let your kids play football? I don't think so. I don't think they should. I don't think people should be doing it. I was just having a conversation about like people giving takes on um, things like this and being like, football should be banned. But I kind of am like, it's really bad. It's really bad for your brain, right? Like it gives everybody CTE. Yeah, but I yeah. found out that this thing that they think that this guy got is this thing when you get hit in the chest. Mm-hmm. If you get hit in the chest really hard, like in between heartbeats. And apparently it happens <sighs> a lot to baseball players too Ooh. when they get hit in the chest with a ball. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. So there's other sports where it happens that we don't think of as especially dangerous. Yeah. Podcasting even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. right. On the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the mic closer to your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But it just, yeah, it made me sad because I was, I guess I was on Twitter kind of while this news was breaking and like, I don't follow a bunch of NFL players, but suddenly all the NFL legendary players were in my feed being like, pray for him, send your prayers up, like pray for him. And uh, there's just something especially moving about people you think of as being extremely masculine, being like, oh no, like, oh, yeah, like it, you know, really touches your heart. You're like, you know, RG3 is being like, I'm worried. You know, I know. Anytime I remember the same. Could you hold the mic up a little higher? The, uh, yes. Every t- it's amazing how powerful, like, the sports world in America is so, like, apolitical that whenever, like, there is, like, a moment in which a sports figure, like, sort of speaks out, it gets so much news attention. Like, yes. I remember when that Golden State Warriors coach talked about the Uvalde shootings and he was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about the game i want to talk about the shootings huge and it was like it was like half of like all of america had like heard about the shooting for the first time now because this guy this sports coach wanted to talk about it yes and it was like Yeah. yeah it was just kind of crazy that they're they're like oh well i'm you know as soon as this one guy like kneels for the American yes. kneels during the national anthem, that then it be, can become like a public conversation. It's a massive deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, they should do that more, I guess. The the sports world should sort of uh, <laughs> become yeah. an area of political sort of battle. And the art world should do it less. And the art world should do yeah. it less. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay in their lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. This is also about argentina but when i was there i was like damn it's crazy how like soccer is the thing that brings everyone like to feel this like really uncomplicated patriotism it's like it'd be cool if people celebrated like this when um i don't know an author got the nobel prize or something or a book ca- or a really good book <laughs> came out by an argentine author that's such a nerdy thing <laughs> <laughs> everyone's out in the streets like this book slap you can yeah, just yeah. imagine yeah. The, the what that voice <laughs> sounds like in your head and it's yeah. it's like 
they should do this for an author. It's the, it's the emoji with the two little buck teeth. Yeah, exactly. I love that emoji. I think it's so cute. I oh, think it's cute too. What? That emoji that's got the big glasses and the little two buck teeth. Oh yeah, it's I like cute. the one where that the the emoji's cute. going like this, like, but they're t- you can see their it's white of their teeth. Yes, I think that one's really yes, clever. That's expressive. There's something kind of cool about it. Yeah, they've done a lot of good work. With the emojis. There's a really huge range of emotion. You know, for they, a long we've, we've been living in a golden yes. era, I'd say. And they're say, constantly churning out new ones at a really reasonable rate. Yeah, yeah. And, and you think these were necessary. Yes. You see them and you <laughs> How don't go like, these? Yeah, yeah. How'd I live like, without these? Bro, the salute emoji. The salute? For the longest time, I was like, why is it half of his face? Mm-hmm. I found out it's because in order to get that, because the emoji can only fit in like a little square. So in order mm. to get the full hand in there, you got to cut the face in half. Mm. Makes sense, right? But I always thought, is it, Making fun of people who salute, like they're is half wit. They're yeah. yeah, they're half wit. <laughs> half their soul is gone. Yeah, they're, you know. <laughs> it's funny. No, it's because they don't fit in the square. If that, yeah. yeah, they don't have a real gun. Right? Uh, yeah, no, they changed it into like a little water gun. Yeah, I don't like that. You know how um, there's that emoji that's got like the big sad puppy dog eyes. Yeah, and then they just added one that's like this big sad puppy dog eyes, but with little tears and a smile. Yes. I think that the puppy dog eyes one before represented this kind of complicated liminal territory between happiness and sadness, you know, mm. like that, um, that song, like, why is it when you're happy, you cry? What's the song that I'm thinking of by the flaming lips? That happiness makes you cry. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Um, and I just think it, it already captured this f- full complicated range of feelings and they didn't need one that's also happy because mm. the puppy dog eyes one before was happy and sad. Interesting. And it just depends on the context. Well, but you know how that emoji would have come to mean? <laughs> Do you realize? Thank you, Alex. Yeah. The actual thing that that emoji has come to mean is that you're horny. No. Yes. No. That's what it, what it actually no. means is that you're horny. No. Yes. Really? No. Why does it mean that? It means that you're feeling something <laughs> deeply no. that you can't say. Yes, but also it means that you're horny. Okay. <laughs> I was looking. They don't have one for when you're tired. Like, they don't have one with bags under your no, eyes, No, but they right? have one that has a little Z's on top of his head. That, But that person's sleeping. They're not tired. Yeah, but you can be oh, like, I'm tired, this, and then it's like... I guess this person's yawning. Which one? They have a yawn emoji. Let me look. Oh, you're right. Yes, yawn emoji. Tired is horny. I was. That's that suggests to me like a, like a happy, pleasant, tired. But I want a person with like an emoji with like circles and. Oh, and like a little coffee mug. Yeah. I thought the horny emojis were the red one that's sweating. That's like. (laughs) That one too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then the drool one. And the cowboy one. one. Oh my god, the drool one for sure. Drool one. Yeah. No, I I think the the the, like cowboy one. If that if that one's horny, that's really funny. I think it's like it's like um, it's like when you like want nudes and you're being like a simp about yes, it. You're yes. like debasing yourself. You're like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of horny that's it funny. is. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um, in the new year, I have been reengaging with reading and um, watching things and listening to things, and it's opening me up to all kinds of new anxieties and fears. I know. Why, yeah. Why are you? <laughs> I guess stop being so sensitive. I don't know what it is. I need to. I was talking to Felipe about this earlier. I'm listening to Truanon and the series that's about um, kind of the history of where those troubled teen rehab programs come from, where they like kidnap you in the middle of the night. And the yeah. Truanon host Brace Belden went to one when he was a teenager, and he traces it back to this thing called Synanon, S Y N Anon, um, and it's all about 
uh, how it relates to Abu Ghraib and enhanced torture methods and like fake rehab for people who are addicted to drugs. And it's really disturbing. And I wish I could just listen to it and be like, hmm, fascinating. But I'm like, oh. It just like makes me so upset. I'm like, why? Why is this stuff happening? Yeah, it's funny because when stop. I listened to that, I listened to that same episode of True and Ambiently, on, and it was in the <laughs> background. I don't remember a single detail from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You said that, and I was like, hmm. Well, I'll have to think about that. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think that's wild. I but know. I guess you're working on something. So I it's was not like working a choice on something. To be engaged, but did yeah, you watch? I, I've I've since come to realize about Felipe like. He watches a lot of stuff while he's working. And then yes. I, I used to, the first maybe two years I knew him, I was impressed by all that. But then I realized his, <laughs> his like comp, listening comprehension is yeah. so low during that it that I'm like, oh, he's basically wow. not listening. You thought he was it. running circles around yeah, us with yeah, all of his totally. information accusations. Totally. I really yeah. did used to watch home movies while I animated. Wow. But <laughs> it's like, you don't, yeah, you don't really get a lot of it. I saw the whole Ken Burns uh, Vietnam documentary while I was at a job. Damn. But I could not that tell you very much. That was boring as fuck. No, it's actually kind of cool. I remember some specific. Does, does he have like a political take on it? Um, that it was bad, or no. that it was good, like, I, <laughs> or that it was I just in the middle. I don't. I don't know enough about like Vietnam historiography to be able to say. Yeah, because they I remember say about people his, were mad at him. I see. Leftists were mad at him, and conservatives were mad at him. That he must be doing something, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> piss off the left and right. Um. Yeah, because his civil war ones like they don't like that, <laughs> right? Funny. Who doesn't like that? The the left. The left doesn't like it. The left is never happy one. with anything. Yeah, because they <laughs> he, they use this guy Shelby Foot, who I I think is a kind of Southern sympathizer historian. What? Um, people were mad about his jazz ones. <laughs> jazz one, yeah. Damn, he's the pissing left, people. The left were mad about but the people jazz love one. the Ken Burns effect still <laughs> no people right. on the left and the right love the right. ken burns effect Film i'll tell makers. you this i'll tell you this hey you make a, f- a long ass documentary about any of those topics and he's the one see what happens he's the one that's going out and doing it they're yes. complicated topics of yes, course he's they're gonna, complicated yeah yeah i'll say this you know what i don't like about him he's got the worst haircut in the world just oh, look yeah. him up on Wikipedia. His hair is awful. Yeah. He's not like a bowl cut. About the Civil War thing, you know, the controversy. I don't know what it is around the Ken Burns Civil War documentary, if anybody in the chat knows. Um, but the controversy in America is over people believing that Civil War is about slavery versus people who are like, no, it was about states' rights. That's right, what, right. you know, That is the controversy said. in America. Yes. Um, and I remember once having dinner with, like, my uncle and my family. My family is, uh, they're Southern conservatives. And we were arguing about why the civil war happened. And I was like, Oh, it's because of slavery. And my uncle was like, no, you're just taught that in like your liberal higher education institutions. That's a rewriting of the past. And I was like, no, well, I learned what you learned was a rewriting of the past. And so we just like both thought that. And then it was like, Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about something else then. Yeah, you're at a stance, yeah. so there's nothing you can Cause say. Because it was like, and it was literally the same argument to be like, no, this it was originally this, and then the liberals rewrote it, and then we're taught, no, the conservatives rewrote it. But I mean, on the liberal higher education side, there's actual information and primary sources to prove that it's about slavery. But right, just well, interesting to get into an argument with someone about that totally. and have them be making the same argument back at you, and you're like, all right, touche. 
Right. Well, it's an argument that's absent of any facts. It's mm-hmm. sort of like <laughs> about a story about the story. Sorry about know. how stories are told <laughs> right, exactly. and how information is, you know, right. transformed in conspiracy and yeah. yeah. So it just plays yeah. on uh, emotions. You're right. There's no facts. Well, in any case, uh, oh. yeah, I watch stuff and I don't really pay attention <laughs> to it. Yeah. Yeah. I've just been listening to Breakbeat Live Animate now. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's probably for the best. It's a lot better. Yeah, but I've been listening to this podcast. I also had already watched the Joey Izzo little documentary short thing, um, You've Never Been Completely Honest. Have you, have you seen that? It's like 10 minutes long. I started it, but I didn't finish it. It's one of the most just Not because I didn't like it. I didn't have time. <laughs> he didn't have no, 10 I minutes. I didn't have time. He has ti- not had 10 minutes. I didn't have the time at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it. One of the most disturbing documentaries I've ever seen. It made me so upset to watch it. And so I shouldn't have started listening to the podcast about this stuff, but I did anyway. And because I, you know, when you just are like, I need to listen to something that's extremely engrossing right now. I don't want any lead time where I have to like get into it. I don't want to search for something. Yeah. I just Raising want something. Man. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, Wait, I let me ask you this. Off. What do you think about true crime podcasts? Ugh, I would never listen but to them. But why not? I don't, it just makes me upset to think It about, makes you upset. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Because the, the whole thing about true crime podcasts is like, oh, people who consume them are like, basically, they're listening to all this like brutal stuff yes, and treating yeah. it as entertainment. And I was like, I'm curious if, but no, you're yeah. like, no, it would make me upset. No, I like, I'm more like dating shows. Yeah. Or that makes me feel good. You don't like kind of twisted stuff. No, I don't like anything about people killing people i just can't get over it. it's like well that's somebody's life and now i'm just like enjoying the lurid details of it like yeah i don't know sometimes you know you hear about a certain kind of murder and you're like well that's kind of interesting that's kind of dope <laughs> that was kind of cool yeah, but in general i'm not gonna like yeah put that on my phone yeah i see what you mean I yeah see what you mean. yeah it's interesting i mean i i don't know if i guess there are certain things that like really pierce me in entertainment like mm. movies that i watch from like that really upsets me but mm. um Maybe not as often as it seems to happen to you. Well, I watched also over the holiday with my dad. He was really hyped up on this new version of The Christmas Carol on FX. Did I tell other you about this? No. no. It's called FX Presents The Christmas Carol. And um, Wait, is it with who's in it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that anybody famous is in it. It's like an FX original movie. Okay. And um, it's just a way more adult, mature, violent version of The Christmas Carol. And it has like... Scrooge has been sexually abused in his past and that's why he's so like what? evil and then he is like doing other sexual violence on like Bob Cratchit's wife <laughs> and so just like the definition <laughs> of like gratuitous sexual violence like they took a story <laughs> that has already like existed for Scrooge yeah. is like beating yeah. off like a whole scene it's so <laughs> fucked up it's so <laughs> fucked up <laughs> I watched the whole thing with my dad and I just like couldn't believe that it had been made alright we're gonna remake the Christmas <laughs> Carol, yeah. but what if he raped? Yeah. Okay. Instead of being miserly, <laughs> he's a like, rapist. Great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Here's fourteen million dollars. Yeah. It was unbelievable. So yeah, because it's already like Scrooge is already doing one of the sins, avarice. Yes. Why add sexual yes. violence in yes. the mix? Well, it's I think a different ass story. Where does the avarice come from? There's got to be something more. But it seems it should come from that he was poor when he was a yes, kid. Yes, that's right. The sexual abuse seems unrelated right. to that. That's right. That's right. It should have been been the avarice comes from um, he was sexually abused and he was sexually abused because he was had was gluttonous. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they connected to all because seven. Because he was slothful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it just blew my mind because I've, 
I don't talk about it as much anymore, but I used to really like when Game of Thrones is really popular. I had such an issue with like that show had so much sexual violence in it. And I like kind of couldn't watch it without thinking about that and thinking about everybody watching that stuff. And then to watch a show that like literally they took a book that has no sexual violence in it <laughs> and just like pumped yeah. it full well, cause of at least with, at graphic. Least, at least with Game of Thrones, he was like, well, you know, in like his in history, there's yes, sexual in violence. History, but in, in the uh, Christmas Carol, there's no the, sexual yes. violence. So <laughs> exactly. you can't even point to the source yeah. material. Exactly. They loaded it in. Yeah. That's and shot that's, it out at that's viewers. That's the trauma yeah. plot all over yeah. again. Yes, we're obsessed with it. Yeah, they made it gritty. It was gritty. Christmas they made it Carol. gritty. It was they like, made it gritty. It was like the Christopher Nolan Christmas Carol. <laughs> totally. It's like, bah humbug. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Christopher Nolan's coming out with another movie that's about um Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this one, it's this one's about Batman. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's about Oppenheimer wanting to be the Batman. Oh yeah, oh, and, wow. the, and the poster's really funny. It's like Oppenheimer, and he's looking right into a little window that's shooting radiation into his face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I was just r- like remark thinking about it because I saw the trailer in my room, and. I thought, oh, Christopher Nolan is just this nerd who wants to make movies about science now. Mm. Like, he's really become mm. that. Like He's just like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, like yeah. the Interstellar movie is like mostly wrapped around like his interest, I think, mm. in physics. And now he's making another movie about physics. And you can just see, you know how when you see a person's body of work, or, or or even just a single piece of art that they make and you know like exactly what it would be like to hang out with them and what yes. what that kind of guy they are. That's how I feel about Christopher Nolan a little hmm. bit. Um, I told Sarah this earlier, but I, I had a phone call with my dad today and he has he like came up with an entire musical about the Falkland Islands War. Really? Yes, and he told it all to me. It was really sweet. It was actually pretty good. He told me every like act and how it would go. Does and it have pathos? It had pathos, yes. Does it have logos? It had logos and it had ethos. <laughs> wow. Um, nice. Nice. Yeah, it was I was really impressed. It was like it like was like a real musical. And he had come up with like late motifs for every character and there's like a twist at the end. Wow, he should make it. I know. A late motif. But then he said, huh? What's a late motif? It's like a melody or a line that one ca- that keeps getting repeated mm. throughout a thing that, mm. that yeah. is supposed to represent the character or some sort of idea. Um, but I was really impressed. And then he said, well, I went on YouTube to look up how to write a musical. He's like, I don't have any of those skills. And I was like, well, you should just, because he doesn't write music. So like, you should just write the outline. And then... See what happens. You should connect him with Simon Haynes. Maybe Simon <laughs> Haynes could write this musical about the... Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I was like, damn, he. Wa- my dad watches so many musicals that he just like knows Aww. instinctively how That's to so like sweet. write one. Where does his interest in the Falkland Islands He work? was in it. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That is not what I thought you were going to say. He was in it. I thought you were going to say he read a book. He was in it. He was there. He was there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's exciting. Uh, when are we going to get a sexy taxi driver from Pixar? Says Napoleon, blown, blown apart. apart. He should have ri- written one about a more interesting war. <laughs> <laughs> the people are more concerned. Ah, you're right about that. Yeah. You're right about that. It's true. I was like, well, you know, if you went out to like uh, Broadway financiers, this would be kind of a niche, niche yes, interest absolutely. War. But sometimes the really niche thing is in now. True. I mean, like, okay, Hamilton... Who cares? Who cares if it had been about George Washington, Abraham Lincoln? Those sure. guys are sure. those are big deal. Sure, Thomas Jefferson. I literally have watched Hamilton like two, three times. I don't remember what he did, <laughs> and I've watched the musical. I don't remember what he did. No, no. 
Not at all. He wrote. He was Puerto Rican, right? Yeah. (laughs) He was a bastard orphan. I just started watching this new show called Paul T. Goldman. You heard of this? No, what is that? It's on Peacock. It just came out this month. And uh, Nathan Fielder recommended it on Twitter. So I went to watch it. Okay. Um, And it's in the same. He probably produced it. I was going to say, what if he was doing a bit? He's doing like a deadpan bit where he's like, Sarah. He's like, oh, watch this. That's the way the world works. (laughs) Probably produced it. He probably got the EP credit on it. Yeah. Yeah, but I went. To, I got yeah, Peacock. You're a mark. You're yeah. a mark. <laughs> Don't <even> watch that. <laughs> I well, that's funny they say that because in the replies, it was Peacock itself replying and being like, you know, if Nathan Fielder says it's a crazy story, then it's crazy. So Peacock must have told him you need to tweet this and then and then we'll out. like yeah you well, need to it's like uh, you need to shoot the alley oop and then we'll yes, dunk it yes yeah. <laughs> um, then Raytheon comes <laughs> <laughs> it's giving <laughs> epic TV <laughs> um, but it's a show it's like sort of in line with like the feeling of like John Wilson or Nathan Fielder or things Cave media that's concerned with how like the telling of the story influences the story, you know, medium's message. Uh, It's about a guy who he gets in touch with this filmmaker who then agrees to like, I guess make the TV show of this man's story. And the story is about him being defrauded by his wife. Um, It turns out to have like this whole secret life and she's part of a ring of criminals. But as this man is, and he insists on like acting in all the recreations of this story of what happened to him. Um, and he's a very weird guy who's kind of has like almost a childlike innocence. But then you begin to realize that like he's lying, but you can't tell to like what extent he's lying. And they do a lot of like you see the scenes being directed and his conversations with the actors. And like they include all of that. Like the so making he's of. defrauding the director. So he's also kind of defrauding the director. But you're like, there, there's some truth maybe to his story. Like because there's other people who are kind of like being like, oh, yeah, that did happen. But then he's also admitting to exaggerating certain things. And I bet the director's like, bro. I don't care that you're lying. Yeah. It's more interesting. You're not getting me. Yes. You're actually <laughs> making the show better. You think you're yeah. getting me, but you're yeah. not getting me. Yes. <laughs> but it just made me wonder, like, how far does this kind of strain of television and filmmaking yeah. go? How, the how, kind of, how deep can you tap this yes. vein before it's dry? The inquiry into the making of the thing and the construction of the narrative and thinking about what television does to people's minds yeah i don't know no i agree i agree yeah. i had a our friend liz dubois she was like i'm tired of all this meta of stuff. all this meta fiction. she's like we have to go back to fiction <laughs> she was Hell like yeah. i'm anti-cave she's Hell like, we yeah. have to go back to fiction and i was like yeah but the thing about the thing about this ki- this particular kind of like meta thing is that i think it's really resonant with social media in the sense that like the way we experience like the world is through people's real lives mm. um and like most stories that we experience are like through social media like how people narrativize their life and so like fiction doesn't hit that doesn't have the juice of reality mm. that we are used to getting from like the thing we see all day you know what i'm saying yeah like, yeah how could you what could what could fiction provide that that feels more real or more exciting than a real ex- a person going through a real life experience yeah I mean, it's a good point that she said that we should move on, but I don't know how. Totally. Well, I guess the thing that fiction provides is that 
people are always like, oh, you couldn't make this up. Like, truth is stranger than fiction. No, you can make fiction stranger than truth. Yeah, it's like a guy <laughs> with wings and he's like, eats poop and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't yeah. get sick. Yeah, and yeah. you're telling me truth is stranger than <laughs> that? <laughs> no, and he, that was right off the top. <laughs> That's why yeah. I just came out of the way in one second. <laughs> that shit's weird as hell. Totally. That would yeah. be the strangest Call Alex. thing. We're putting, making that into a show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's, a, that's the strangest thing I've ever heard. Yes, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that fiction does have some power to like also access truth in a way where it's unhindered by actual true things. It can just like. I know, but then you get those guys that are like, I wrote my memoir, but it's filled with fictional details because fiction yeah. is the more, you know, it's like, Ugh. go to hell. Well, yeah. yeah. Go to goddamn hell. Yeah. <laughs> you, you lousy idiot. Yeah, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Um, well, it's telling. also frustrating to me that, like, I guess some 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 television shows. Okay, everyone, listen up. <laughs> Wait, listen the fuck I was looking up. at my phone too. No one look at your phone. <laughs> I'm just checking my phone. So, some some yeah. television shows highlight this better than others, but it's tiring to me that there are television shows that try to pass themselves off as like a kind of reality TV, but are in fact very scripted. Mm. Um, I think Nathan Fielder's new show does that. I think, I mean, we found out with John Wilson that in fact, some of the stuff he films is actually stuff he's staged or, or you found that his out? friends. Yes. Remember when we discovered that, that Caroline was like, oh, I know that person. That's a comedian. The person who was oh, sucking the toes. That's right. Um, the person who was sucking the toes. That's a, that's a tiny ex- yeah. example of like yeah. a, a thing that's that's bigger and more pernicious. But yeah. like the, Will and I were watching Fuck Boy Island last summer, this past summer. And it was like so clear that they had yes. like scripted yes. the ending yes. of the show. Yes. And I was like, this is a weird medium like yes. a weird kind of dangerous medium because it's like trying to pass itself off as reality tv yes but there are clearly like right writers yeah generating the things and yeah. it seems to to me like there's different extents to which the audience knows that or is aware of that or is like oh yeah that's okay no yeah. i get that it's written we all we're all just like are kind of winking at each other that we understand it's reality tv yeah. or not but like yeah, with, even with Nathan stuff, I think sometimes with his new show, I was annoyed, annoyed. that there was like moments that, where... No, that was real. That, that was, was not real. scripted. Yeah. That was not scripted. Sorry, go on. There, 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 there were moments where he was <laughs> trying to pass off things as, um, yeah, as, as, as happening in the moment when I was yeah. like, oh, it was so clear that this is like staged like this or I, like through editing you've constructed this. Yeah. I actually took that as a strength of, that, of the show. I was like, this is clearly a departure a from fiction. Yeah. And I was like, I'm okay with that. I kind of like that. It's a different kind of, it's not Nathan for you. It's like, I don't know. I, I like, it was so clear that I was like, oh, it's a, this is a story. It's like, I'm watching a fake TV show. I found it too like heavy hitting. Heavy, like, he- I thought it was a little heavy handed too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess That's what I mean. Yeah. This may be just my bias because um, of the people that I know in the industry that I'm in, but I feel like so many people media making and image making and art making is so like the concern of millennials and gen z in my perception that it doesn't surprise me that so much media wants to cater to like people who identify as the ones who are 
creating the thing and putting them into the story and being like, we're going to put it through the lens of the people that you see yourselves as being rather than just having right. it be about. Right. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're part of the media class. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, so, dude, yeah. we freaking, we saw the, uh, well, I didn't even watch most of it. But the, Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. You should. Cause I was really disappointed. Yeah. And I don't know if it got any better, but no, it didn't. We saw last night we saw, um, this place rules. Which is that guy, something Callahan, Andrew, Andrew Callahan. Callahan's like movie that's now on HBO Max. He was the all gas no breaks guy. He's the all gas no gr- breaks guy, and yeah. he so like Channel Four. Channel he four got now. famous or like or or viral like five? doing these Channel funny five. videos where he'd like go to different Trump rallies or to like yes. th- crazy things that were happening during the pandemic, and he would just like hold a microphone and interview people. But then this thing came out, this movie came out, and it's about 2020. And it's clearly just an amalgamation of footage that he had captured in 2020 that he was like, I'm going to sell to a streaming service. Mm. And I was like, okay, okay, cool. Like, get your bag, whatever. I respect that. But it got, like, picked up so absolutely took it on and then, like, A24. And then it, like, so clearly watching this movie, like through the kind of rabbit hole or or through the machine of television, it became this like disgusting liberal piece of crap that was like about (laughs) how that was about how we're going to tell the story about what happened, how the world led up to the January 6th like storm on the Capitol. Mm. And that's what this is going to be about. And it so was they like shaped so all this stupid. footage. Into yeah. They the- shaped all this like footage that was clearly shot to be on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, this is about how the country went crazy prior to like the January 6th yeah. like, Capitol like, riot. I think, and it was yeah. so dumb. I think the magic of, of all gas, no breaks was, or channel five or whatever was that, um, it, it was like shown to you without comment. And so it made it really edgy because it was like, People being crazy. I mean, obviously there was it, there was editorializing because it's like, well, he's picking who he's showing and he's showing the weirdest people. But yeah. but the the guy didn't talk, and that made him really like authoritative. Um, and then you just got to see the things, and you got to see like the weirdness of these political movements in their full like complexity, um, without any comment. And then in this, he has like a ton of voiceover. He like explains all of it. They made him like the so-and-so chorus of the sh- of the thing or like the single talking head of the whole documentary. And he's framing the whole thing and you could really feel, I think Sam said a good thing. He was like, said a thing that was felt right. It was like, it had a real Gen X vibe. Like mm-hmm. you could really feel like Gen X, like producers and executives being like, well, we have to frame it and it has to be like about this stuff, this political stuff. And I, I think he he's like careful not to like sort of impose too much like liberal like like explicit sort of uh p- political ideas into it. Um you can tell sort of where his yeah. sympathies tend to lie, but even in the framing you're like I can feel like a fif- like a 45-year-old dude or like a 50-year-old dude who was like, "Well, we got to like make it clear for like yeah. people who are watching and there's just so much voiceover." And I was like if you just showed this without any voiceover, it would be so much more sophisticated. Yeah. And just lead me through the like, the winding path yes. of this thing rather than having it to ha- having it explained or like feeling this like means I'm being this. taught. Here are the conclusions you should be drawing. Yeah, and yeah. and and the conclusions were bad. They were like stupid, and mm-hmm. which which is the worst 
sin you can make if that's you're if you're gonna make it that. That's exactly yeah, what I was he was. Say. He wasn't like a great commentator. He, he was not like a particularly yeah. intelligent. Yeah, particular. yeah. Yes, I feel like the best kind of documentary, my favorite kind, is just like people documenting a thing where they are just watching as the story unfolds, seeing what it is, and documenting that, and then they make a documentary about it. But then there's also obviously the type where a person already has a thing that they think and believe, and then they want to find footage or use footage to prove that. But it's like you got to be really smart then. On, on your totally. Adam Curtis shit, or else yeah, or like Werner like, Herzog this. or yes, something, exactly, and everything you exactly. say is incredible. Exactly. Well, the thing I felt with this was like it's not even that he wanted to do it. I no. could just feel <laughs> yeah. someone else being Some, like, because yes, we have yes, so many conversations yes. with like people in television who are like, well, it has to be like you know clear in this way and grounded in this Keep way. Keep people and was, in. Yeah, people away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, you ruined it. You yeah. killed it. You grabbed yeah. like really a beautiful thing, a simple thing, right? Like, <laughs> beautiful thing or simple thing. Going to like a a weird political thing and making crazy people talk very simple thing not he didn't invent that whatever but you could you just felt like the vice grip of television yes just ruining this thing with like platitudes just flat 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 it's like i'm already on twitter i already know like you're not to explain to me who alex jones is and it's like okay maybe some viewer needs that explained right but it's like i don't need to have he's like like in one point he's like you might not remember but like 2020 things got crazy like everything was crazy it's like just show it to me like i don't need to be reminded of like it, it literally just feels like you're hearing twitter like be told to you and it's like yeah and and also like and also like opinions of like mainstream media class as well like yes. there's literally moments where i was like he must be reading this because i'm not here looking at his face saying this but he was literally saying stuff like like and as the and as the left stream like the leftist media became more fractured the right also started falling into their corner too and the two oh, sides God. were driving Americans farther and farther. Oh, yes, exactly. Shit like that. I was like, what you the fuck idiot. are you oh, saying? Idiots. Imagine <laughs> if they made Conor O'Malley do that. I know. Bro, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. And I don't even hold it against him. I actually think he's like, I personally, in my mind, I think he's like cooler than that. Or sometimes your art is like smarter than your words, you know? It's like, I think he's like smarter than that, but I could just feel some asshole yes. behind them just ruining it. Ruining like, it. you gotta give it structure. Like, we gotta it, give it structure. structure. It's not clear. It's not clear. It's not clear. We want to see you in it. People yeah. like you. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's like, geez, Louise. What a freaking. Just, it made me sad. I was really sad. I was like, I can't keep watching this because this is a thing I loved and I'm seeing, and I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the, meat grinder we're all walking towards yeah yeah but he probably got paid man bro he probably oh, got his bag it's true it's he true got his bag, so. and he's gonna keep doing you know kooky so stuff. in 2023 we say get your bag no matter what at <laughs> any cost <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it doesn't yeah. matter yeah you gotta get paid i guess it just made me sad because i was just like oh how do you could i don't know could the version that i imagine have existed on television personally i think it would have been really good and people would have liked to watch it but I wonder if it could if it could sort of survive. Right. It could survive the like UV rays that television <laughs> casts on, on ideas. Yeah. You know? Right. I, are there other examples of this kind of thing of like basically an Instagram channel that someone was like, oh, we could just turn this into a, a, a movie and put it on Netflix That's or put it on HBO Max? I guess um, maybe there's a show Z- called Z-Waste like the Rainbow kind of that, Method, and it's like an organizing show on Netflix, reality show based on um, these two organizers. 
who were popular on Instagram for the sort of they organize everything by rainbow color. Huh. Oh, not like political organizers. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. Home home I organizers. See, I see. Home organizers. Um, they organize everything rainbow color, and aesthetically, it, it was really popular on Instagram, so they got a whole TV show. But that's a different. And how do you yeah. make a whole TV show out of that? They go into celebrities' houses and organize things by rainbow color. Huh. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It it's called the home edit. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Z-Way, you're saying is like a person who's. Yeah, where that, that I guess was like kind of translated directly into television. But it's just hard because it was hard. Sarah, to sa- Sarah said yes. Yeah, she's backing me up on this. But like, I was really like, um, oh, this is all just docu like this is clearly filmed for social media or like this this is like a kind of thing you would see three minutes of right on instagram right and they just turned all that footage right. into a documentary yes. just repurposed it repackaged it for like a documentary and all they needed to do was like slap this guy's face on there for 10 minutes film him for 10 minutes reading the bullshit lines that we the producers like wrote for him and then it's like great you made a documentary that you can release on hbo max you know everyone gets paid blah 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 yeah um no you might be right it's like oh maybe the problem is that it didn't didn't need to be translated into a different medium why sarah's so excited to make a point I thought of something I wanted to talk about. We're, but we're on oh, the final the final stretch. We're on the final stretch. Okay, can I, I tell mean, we're, I'm lengthening the episode today. Is that okay? Can I can I talk about one more thing? You want me yeah, to yeah, please, please, please. Yeah, um, talk about one more thing. Okay, do you guys remember the girl that had the emu who went viral and then got to go on Fallon? Yeah, tell this story because it made me laugh. <laughs> What's the name of the emu? I it don't know. I had, I've never, seen, don't I've never this. seen this woman and even since you've told me about her, I have um, not seen anything It's a about. funny story. Wait, did I tell you already about the whole thing? Um, there's this girl. She works on a, a farm that doesn't kill the animals. Her name's Taylor Blake and it's Emmanuel the emu. Um, and... Samina says she knows that girl. I've been to her farm. Well, so she had this emu, and she does little educational videos and TikToks where she teaches about farm animals. And her emu would come in while she was doing the videos and like start like, like right at the camera. I guess the camera's not looking at me, but it would like look straight into the camera and like block her so she couldn't talk to it. Um, it's just kind of funny. And she would be like Emmanuel, 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 <laughs> and she went viral. And then she got to go on Fallon, and then he did a bit where. Um, while she was talking about farm animals, he started going in front of the camera, like doing like this. Because you couldn't bring Emmanuel on, because you you don't know if he's going to do that. Yeah, that he and you can't bring an emu from the south up to the studio, or maybe you can, but they didn't. So they did this bit. So she was viral. So she got all these followers on Twitter and was like, she's an advocate for animals and learning about animals. Um, and for some reason, I followed her on Twitter, even though I don't usually follow random viral phenomenons that I don't give a fuck about. Um, Yes, exactly, Sabina. So then months later, uh, bird flu hit her farm. And the farm is like almost all birds. Like she's got one emu, but she's got like a bunch of ducks and swans and like all different stuff. They got bird flu. But miraculously, Emmanuel was like the only bird that didn't have bird flu. And it was like such a miracle because bird flu really kills you. And um, a few days went by. She's treating all the birds for bird flu. And then suddenly Emmanuel did have bird flu. No. And um, it was really upsetting because it's like this bird has all of this public attention on it. She's got like more than a million followers. And suddenly he had bird flu. And um, she was posting videos of her with the bird not wearing a mask. And humans aren't supposed to be around birds with bird flu not wearing a mask because they could get bird flu themselves and then suddenly there's a human variant of the bird flu oh, shit. and um so she was already getting canceled for that then she ends up having like 
most of her flock euthanized because they have bird flu and you're not supposed to like you can contaminate other birds and wild animals and stuff like this but she said she didn't well, you're not supposed to euthanize your you, flock. you are you are but she yes. didn't so she, she did she, she did. was okay. euthanizing her whole flock except for emmanuel and then uh, she said, oh, well, it's because he didn't really have bird flu. He had something else. It was just a coincidence. Well, of course. How, how are you going to make her kill the emu? She started changing. How are you going to cancel her for that? She started so changing. I mean, she's not going to euthanize the emu. She's backed into a corner. She's backed into a corner. She's she's she said <laughs> he didn't have bird flu. He had a different flu. No. You know, and she's got to be tweeting about it and keeping people updated about yes, how she's killing all her totally. birds. Totally. And people are coming for her hard about the mask thing, about the euthanizing. And then she said... um, Oh, well, there's actually a rule where, like, um, Emmanuel doesn't have to be euthanized because he's an emu, and that's different than, like, a poultry bird. And started saying all the stuff that then people who are familiar she with, She went like, to the law. She went yes, to the rule book. She went to the rule book, and then people who are, like, agriculture legal experts were like, no, that's not right. That's not right. Like, none of her birds were actually, like, they weren't farming or killing any of the birds, so they're all considered, I guess, like, home pets. Something like this. They got into all this legal arbitration, and so she ended up being, like, triple canceled for a bunch of different things Whoa. that kept coming up. And it was just so unbelievable to me i'm like what are the odds <laughs> that this woman's bird one of the most the most famous demon in america gets bird flu and then people aren't just like sympathetic and supportive that's, yeah that is really funny <laughs> wait yeah. that's such a great little case study it was so i couldn't believe it because i had like not been on twitter a lot and suddenly i got on and it was like people were so mad at her in all the replies on her stuff and i was like shit i would watch it you like go down. back to the old videos where before any of this happened where emmanuel's just walking in front of the camera and all the comments are like he needs to be dead yes <laughs> i want to see him dead kill him yeah yeah gosh <laughs> savina knows her um wow. that's so funny yeah she seems nice she's like a funny little video so it was just sad that that you know the public turns the public will turn on anyone i feel like yes. i would be in the comments being like look you should do this but i understand that it's hard and so i don't judge you yeah but imagine if she she was like patient zero for a big bird flu Yes. Oh my gosh. And then then she's on Fallon, but you know for bird flu. For bird flu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she get, and she gives bird flu to Fallon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 You're so backed into a corner. Y yes. Yeah. You can't. And because your thing is education, and you're like spreading disinformation to yes. protect your reputation. Wow. You, how did she kill the birds? I don't know. How did she do it? I don't know. Bro. <laughs> Live stream. Know. You got to see, because that is a little upsetting yeah. to think about. How many birds? I was like, yeah. how am I going to kill all the The whole thing birds? was upsetting. I mean, day by day as I watched, like, okay, Emmanuel's safe. And then I was like, oh, shit, Emmanuel's got the bird flu. Oh, shit, he doesn't. He's got a different flu. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> oh, he's okay. <laughs> he's got a different flu. <laughs> yeah. yeah so, it was crazy. Uh, so that's all I had on that. I wanted us to pull a tarot card, but if we don't have time, then... Can pull we, one tarot can we just card? pull one for the future of the podcast for 2023? Sure. Where your cards oh, in your room? Someone's saying Hold she on. was racist as well. What? Oh no. no! Wait, let me see. I gotta, I gotta see this. Oh, Jeremy made this joke that how do you kill the birds? He said it was one stone. With one stone. Ve how do you kill the birds? Very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, let me see. I'm stretching this one out just because we're back. Two birds with one stone. Oh, that! I did not understand. One, That's what the with joke one was. One stone. I'm getting I the tarot see, cards. I see, I see. Do you? Do you know where they are, though? Yeah, just look around. Let me see. Uh, oh, she's really cute. What the hell, Sabina? You did not say she was cute. She's cute, too. Okay. And she's kissing, and she's kissing the bird in this picture. Wait, let me she's bring it up. She's kissing the bird. Let me bring it up. There. Uh, what does this say? TikTok emu farmer Taylor Blake faces backlash for past racist behavior. Oh, I didn't. This is back in October, so this is old news. Oh, look at him! He's cute. 
He is cute. Uh, let's see. Emmanuel. Racist. And Emmanuel. Uh, Twitter birds <laughs> have fallen to play to avian flu. Uh, she lost all these birds. She's kissing it. Where's the racism? And none of the farms around her farm got any bird flu at all. Really? So it was really just this one wow. famous bird farmer. Uh, <laughs> like, what are the odds? What? What did she say that was racist? And at least two tweets. <gasps> Taylor allegedly used the N-word. No. <laughs> Why? The t- Why, no. Taylor? I'm kind of curious about no. these. You couldn't. These you no, this video is unavailable. So someone on TikTok posted them, but it doesn't. She, she also allegedly challenged black people to cross the street to see if people run them over. The what? <laughs> what? So the f- she's engaged to the girl from The Bachelor who's now a lesbian. Really? Wow, what a wow this woman has done it all. Yes. <laughs> she has done it all. Wow, and she's really racist and she's out in the public discourse. She's, <laughs> she's really Emmanuel. She, she, mocked, Emmanuel. she mocked Asian she names. She just drops the hard <laughs> R. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. I see the tweets here. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I don't need to read them. Maybe She's like weird yeah. old school racist. Whoa. Yeah. Like phrenology and stuff. Old school racist. Yeah. She's from the swamps, says Sabina. She's bad, Florida. Uh, she has yet to address <clears throat> her past behavior. She is keeping fans updated on Emmanuel's road to recovery. Yeah, very convenient that <laughs> she had to kill all of her birds once the racist tweets were coming out. Huh? <laughs> very convenient. Damn. Well, there you go. Damn. All right. I put my energy and my intention into the cards. Now you have to put yours in and then Felipe his. And then oh, we all take How one. How do I put my energy in? You shuffle them. Okay. You know, I've been kind of interested in, in tarot now because Me after too. my trip to Argentina, I was like seeing all these signs. I was like... I thought there was like a lesson I was supposed to be learning. And then Lena said to me, you should pull tarot. You should learn about tarot. Mm. And then when I was telling Will the story, he was like naming a lot of the things that happened to me on the trip. Um, I'll just tell you an example. Oh, I didn't tell you this. And he was like, that's King of Pentacles. No, no, wait. I'll just tell you this. That's the Empress. King of Pentacles. (laughs) King of Pentacles. I'll tell you this last bit is that. Okay, I'll, I'll make this a bit. Basically, <laughs> there, was this, there was another person on my trip that I liked. There was another girl that I had a crush on, but she was, like, not paying attention to me. Or she was, like, being weird. She, like, at one point was, like, flirting with me, but then she was, like, ignoring me. And then during the celebrations, she was, like, with another guy who was, like, a friend of mine. I didn't know they dated. And it was, like, kind of, like, kind of a bummer to be walking around with them and be, like, oh, damn, they're, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And But I was, like, I just need to focus on the celebration. And then at the end of the night, uh, we end up like I end up sort of third wheeling with them to a party. Hell yeah! And I was like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this to happen. This isn't like a fun party for me to go to with with this girl I like and this friend of mine who's like hooking up with her. So I was like, I'm just gonna go home. And then I start walking home, and then I realized that there were no taxis. This is okay. So this is after all the like beautiful joy and celebration. Oh shit! The city had there were no taxis, no buses. Everything was closed. I hadn't eaten since noon, and I start walking. I'm like, well, there surely will come a taxi at some point. And soon I realized, no, I have to walk home. And as I'm walking home, I realize everyone's walking home. Everyone that doesn't have a car. I had to walk two hours. It was like, imagine from one point of Damn. one, like from one from point like to another Bay Ridge, <laughs> from like Bay yeah. Ridge to Greenpoint. <laughs> from two points that are All right, two hours Now you have to apart. put your energy in it, Felipe. Wait, but I want to tell this story and then I'll put my okay. energy in. Okay. And so I'm walking, I'm walking <laughs> and I go past these parks and I see that there's like, dozens and dozens of people just sitting on the ground not knowing how to get home like everyone wearing a jersey just like looking at their phones impotently and i would walk by bus stop stops and there would just be like 10 people just in their jerseys just waiting for a bus that would not come damn and and 
I would like get go inside of like bodegas or like little grocery stores and they didn't have water. There was no <gasps> water. Like the whole city was like run, destroyed yeah. now. Yeah. Like it, there just wasn't sh- enough shit. There wasn't enough anything. And I was all bummed out about this this girl that like yeah. I liked. And I was like, wow, what what does this mean that like this beautiful moment of like ecstasy is now followed by this like it's a total bankruptcy. This yeah, yeah, not only like the dystopia of this yeah. of this country in the global south, but also this like moment of sadness and I walked for two hours just thinking about that. And I and I was like that there's meaning there, right? Like there's something there mm. that I'm supposed to decode. There's something there. And and Lena told me you should pull tarot and then I told Will the story and he was like you were walking through the wasteland. And Whoa. he said that that's a tarot thing. The Whoa. wasteland. I was like, oh yeah, now I got to learn the tarot. Damn. Yeah. That's cool. He was like, there's all these signs that are like, all these like archetypes in your story. So that's that was kind of the story. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wait, let me pull it. All right. No, you got to put you your gotta energy shuffle. in At least cut it once. How do, I, how do I put my energy and intention? You think about your intention and then you like... Oh, just I didn't... I wasn't thinking about my intention. What were you thinking about? I was thinking... I was listening to the story. <laughs> well, that's good because that's part of our intention. Wait, so just thinking about the intention means that just I have to about wish for something that I want? Yeah, I would or envision, you know? Okay. Okay. Patreon, making $20,000 a month. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then Felipe's going to pull it. So now do we show each other the cards? You're just picking one for the whole thing. Oh, I picked one for Should all. we all pick one? Uh, I thought you were making everyone pick I was going to just have you do it because you do the tech. Oh, so. okay. Okay. What is it? No, you can't. I got the moon. How you how you hold it or how you pick it up. Oh, it matters. was upside down. Oh, you got the moon reverse. It was the moon upside down. Okay, let's look that up because I don't know offhand. There's, I'll just describe it. There's... It's not really a moon. It looks like a sun. It has rays, and the sun is and the sky is blue, and there are like little flames that are like raining down, almost like, like rain. And then there are two towers on each side of the card, that like, end in a flat top, and they have like a little black window. And then beneath, oh, and the moon inside <laughs> has a woman's face looking mm-hmm. down angrily. And beneath that are two wolves and a lobster, and the lobster's crawling out of the water. So, okay, this is what it says. Reversed moon. It can represent confusion and unhappiness. You want to make progress, but you're not sure what is the right thing to do. You must deal with your anxiety and fears by overcoming them, for they are like shadows in the dark. It is time to believe in yourself and move forward. The moon reversal mean, meaning indicates that you are in an intuitive period or you have recently battled confusion, anxiety, and self-deception. It could be that you are misinterpreting how you've been feeling. However, you are starting to improve on this. That's what it says. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it can signal within your career, can signal dissipation of uncertainty and confusion that has characterized your job or workplace. Things may be more clear and you may have a better understanding of which direction you should be working towards. Oh, I do feel that. So we're either going to be more of a full honesty podcast or we're going to get more into uh, bits. Bits. Yeah. <laughs> well, we <laughs> have to decide. Yeah, we yeah. have to decide. So. Oh, I guess it's for the podcast. I was thinking about myself. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be for the podcast. I was thinking about me. Fuck. And, and I, put, I think <laughs> uh, I put read the it most again. amount of energy That's into true. it because I was shuffling <laughs> okay. that for a good long time. Well, then we're not going to take that one seriously because we were all doing something different. So what's the lobster mean? Yeah. <laughs> he has a meaning. You know that guy? Oh, well, talk, there's a guy, meme analysis. And he, do, he talks a lot about tarot and archetypes. And he talks about the lobster. He has a whole video about a blue lobster. Mm. So, but, so that's, that's what it's making me think about. Have you ever read Consider the Lobster? Yes. Yes. DFW. DFW. 
<laughs> All right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for coming back, Raisin Nation. Have you ever read Consider the Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Talk to you later. Raisin Man Arena.